Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Wednesday edition of the show. We'll be joined by Petros Papadakis in Hour 3 to talk about Game 3 of the NBA Finals and also the continued drama surrounding LeBron and the Lakers. We will also talk with uh, the anonymous mailbag uh, people who need us to solve their problems. All that and more. Outkick the coverage. Appreciate you listening. Make sure that you don't go sign up for the Wins and Losses podcast as well. Jason Whitlock up now. Shannon Terry who made a lot of money selling and founding rivals as well as 24-7. Going to be our guest this week. If you like sports and you like business, you're going to love that. All that and more, Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. Let's roll. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis, live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios. And how about game three of the NBA Finals, which is tonight. And there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding it. We know that Kevin Durant is not going to play. We know that Kevon Looney's not going to play. But if you watch that video, like I did, of the shoot-around of Klay Thompson, he was not moving that well. I would bet that he is going to try to play. But will he be very effective? If not, we're talking about Steph Curry basically having to take over this game in order to find a way to win at Oracle and take control of this series. Uh, it's uncertain when Kevin Durant might be back. Looney now out for the entirety of the postseason, putting a lot of onus uh, on the interior offense and defense of DeMarcus Cousins and Andrew Bogut. How those two guys play will go a long way towards trying to figure out what's going to happen on the court. The drama off the court in the NBA continues to grow, and one of the problems that the NBA has as ratings have plummeted 20% is that so many of you 
are more intrigued by what might happen off the court than on the court. Off the court, yesterday, we had a t-shirt on the Nike website that suggested maybe Kevin Durant is going to stay with the Golden State Warriors. Kawhi Leonard reportedly buying a place in Toronto. Uh, The latest from several different people uh, that talk about where free agents might go is that Kyrie Irving might be headed to Brooklyn. And uh, that would leave, theoretically, Jimmy Butler as maybe the only uncertain, unrestricted free agent when it comes to where he's going to sign. Is he really a needle mover? Now, the latest, of course, surrounding Anthony Davis is he's perpetually been on the trading block, at least uh, per uh, sources, over the last whatever it is year since February, the week of the Super Bowl, when the uh, Lakers made their run, when Rich Paul and LeBron James tried to go grab uh, Anthony Davis. And LeBron James uh, insinuating himself into this storyline in some way because there continue to be rumors that if the Lakers go over during free agency or swing and miss in some way with Anthony Davis, that LeBron James could end up being the biggest member of the uh, of the NBA uh, sort of star player universe to end up on the trading block. Maybe that is the ultimate surprise that could find us all actually uh, intrigued by what ends up happening. Because right now, there doesn't seem to be that much interest in the Warriors and the Raptors series. Maybe that's going to change as you go to six or seven games. But again, ratings down 20%, 10-year lows for the NBA in terms of the people that are paying attention there. And to me, it's starting to look like a lot of the excitement and anticipation from what might happen in the offseason is starting to dry up and vanish. Is Kyrie Irving to the Brooklyn Nets really very entertaining? No. Is the possibility that Kevin Durant stays with the Golden State Warriors going to uh, change anything very much in the NBA? No. How about if Kawhi Leonard decides to stay in Toronto, which now seems to be the most likely outcome as well? Again, after all of the attention that's been paid on free agency, it's possible that Jimmy Butler is the only guy that really there's a lot of uncertainty surrounding. Uh, as we come up on what would be, what, like 25 days roughly until the start of NBA free agency. So that storyline is all out there, everybody chasing it. Uh, In the world of sports, I ended up watching women's college softball last night. It's really entertaining. Congratulations to UCLA on the walk-off win uh, of the Women's College World Series. Uh, That was a, a lot of fun, and I'm excited to watch and see what happens tonight in Game 3 even if the vast majority of you guys are not in any way intrigued to see what is going to happen. Um, The other thing I was going to say is, congratulations, I guess, to everyone out there. Yesterday's poll question had to do with the NBA's decision to potentially erase the term owner because it's racially insensitive. And I would like to say, no, I'm making this up. This is not real. Uh, But it, in fact, is real. And we have all the vote totals in now. And over 40,000 of you voted. All right, 40,000 people. I'm not saying that my Twitter feed, and you can always find me on Twitter, at Clay Travis, is in any way representative of what the overall uh, population would say 100%, right? I don't think any one person's Twitter feed perfectly approximates the, uh, the, uh, the opinion of the American public, right? It's just too big of a country, 325 million people or whatever it is. There's just... Too many different angles that people can go, uh, different ages, different ethnicities, religions, everything else, right? So I'm not saying that the 600-some-odd thousand people who theoretically follow me on Twitter represent 
the perfect approximation of the national uh, national opinion. But over 40,000 people voted in my Twitter poll, and 96% of you said that using the term owner is not racially insensitive. 96%. As if that were not clear enough, no one out there was even willing to call in and argue that it was yesterday when we opened up the phone lines. I bring this up because part of being successful is knowing who your audience is. And if the NBA continues to go down this path, they are going to alienate way more people than they placate by making this change. It's important to know who pays your bills and the, the, the universe out there, if you, do, if you look at actual Pew Research studies and everything else, um, way, the vast majority of people, white, black, Asian, and Hispanic, everybody, believes that this country has become far too politically correct. And if you can no longer use the term team owner in association with the NBA because it's racially insensitive, you might as well wipe out the entirety of the English language because somebody's going to be offended by every word out there. You can't even replace the term owner with chief executive officer because somebody's going to point out, wait a minute, what about Native Americans? How are we going to use the word chief? Isn't that insulting to them? So I think the vast majority of reasonable people, and I do think that's the majority of the people who listen to this show and the majority of the people in the country, are not perpetually outraged, grabbing their pearls and falling on the couch while fainting. Um, I think that this is going to end up being a, uh, a decision that the NBA does not embrace and if they do it's going to hurt the overall brand of the league maybe as much or more than the fact that nobody really is going to move it doesn't seem like in free agency after all the off-court attention that people seem to be interested in all of the offseason but we have got a big game three going on tonight we're going to break it down I'll bring in the crew we'll try to give you opinions on what we think is going to happen the line has been falling in this game as the overall health of the Golden State Warriors comes into question more and more um, as you look at uh, as you look at this game tonight to me I think one of the real challenges is is Steph Curry going to be able to carry this team if Clay Thompson is uh, is not able to go or if he's not able to go and play substantial minutes Line now down to Warriors minus four and a half. That's from six uh, somewhat recently. Guys, you got a team right now. When you look at the Golden State Warriors, you're going to have to bring in a lot of guys and rely on a lot of guys to play minutes that even big NBA fans are not familiar with. I mean, think about this roster as you break it down. You are losing three of your five best players in the postseason now if Klay Thompson doesn't go. And that's a pretty devastating blow no matter how talented of a team you have. So you're talking about, people say, oh, Kevon Looney's not that big of an important of a player. He's the third best player on the Warriors for plus minus so far in this postseason. Kevin Durant, arguably the best offensive weapon in the NBA. I'm not even sure, honestly, that it's it's arguable. Uh, Maybe the only guy you could argue otherwise with is Steph Curry. Klay Thompson, who stretches the defense and makes uh, Steph Curry so much more dangerous off the dribble, all three of those guys out. There are going to be, uh, uh, there's going to be. I mean, it's it's going to be wild to see what Steve Kerr does to try to find a way to win this game three against the Toronto Raptors, especially considering the Raptors had to go back and watch the film from game two and feel like they gave that game away because they missed a lot of wide open threes. 
So the other question is, as, as, as injured as the Warriors are, is Kawhi Leonard healthy? Kawhi's overall performance has declined precipitously as these playoffs have continued. Is that because he's got a lot more weight on his shoulders? Is it because of all the different minutes that he has played? So far in the 2019 playoffs, Kawhi Leonard shot 55.6% in round one against the Orlando Magic. He shot 53% in the second round against the Philadelphia 76ers. Then he fell off to 44.2% against the Milwaukee Bucks. So far from the field in in the round four against the Golden State Warriors, Kawhi Leonard is shooting 38%. Is that emblematic of just a slump, in which case he's going to return to maybe form over the course of the rest of this series? Or, more alarmingly for the Toronto Raptors, is that injury that Kawhi Leonard uh, allegedly suffered um, going to continue to impact him throughout this postseason, even if people aren't talking about it in a big way. If so, then Pascal Siaka may need to come out in Game 3 and put forward one of the best performances that he has had in his career. Maybe not as good as Game 1, but at least in that uh, in that stratosphere. Here's the other thing. You want an early gambling pick? We talked about this yesterday on uh, Lock It In. 50-1 to 1 that Pascal Siakam ends up the NBA Finals MVP. Now, the Raptors would have to go on and win the series, right? But 50-1. to 1, Think about how crazy 50-1 to 1 is on the payoff when Siakam has already been the best player in the, on the court in one of the first two games. If Siakam went out and the Raptors won game three and he was the best player on the court tonight, then he would be the overall favorite to win the NBA MVP. And right now, you can get him at 50-1. to 1. That feels like an absolute steal to me, particularly when you look at how Kawhi has been playing, the fact that Clay's probably out of the running now, especially if he doesn't play very many minutes, that Kevin Durant's out of the running. Really, Steph's going to win uh, the NBA MVP for the finals if the Warriors win this series. I think that's almost a foregone conclusion. If he doesn't win it, it's going to be Draymond Green. There's only two real contenders for the Raptors right now. Pascal Siakam and Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam to me is a steal at 50 to 1. So we will break all this down. We'll get you ready. We got uh, Petros Papadakis swinging by who's going to come hang out with us in hour two. We will do the anonymous mailbag live on the radio. Be back breaking down game three tonight on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. I was going to toss it to Eddie Garcia to get an update here in a minute, but he's at the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge or Galaxy's End or whatever it's called. He was there last night with his wife, so he took the morning off today. I mean, that thing's only been open for like a week, right? Yeah, if you stay at the resort, you can get reservations, or if you got on the list a while back, you could have done the so same. So how does so. Eddie have such good connections that he can get into the Star Wars thing when nobody else can? His wife. What does she do? <laughs> she Is that uh, the wife who hates me? No, no, no. no whose wi- who's wife was it that hated me? 
Uh, my girlfriend used oh, to hate yeah. you, remember? Yeah, you still the same girlfriend? But I say used to because, no, I'm not with her anymore. Yeah, that's a good choice by you. <laughs> um, she was a smart girl, though. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> no, what it is is I believe his wife is a season ticket holder at Disneyland, and she brings, um, yeah, she's a season pass holder. They both are, yeah. They both are, and she brings kids, special needs kids uh, from her school to visit the park, which is oh, very cool. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually am really intrigued to see this. I don't think the one in Disney World has opened yet, right? I think No, it hasn't. At the end of August, is that right? Correct. Uh, so the one out in Disneyland has opened, and it's just been swarmed, and people seem to think it's pretty awesome, but I think they only have one ride open right now. You can fly the Millennium Falcon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I've read all about it. My kids want to go. So uh, at some point, I have zero doubt that we will be there. Um, but that is pretty awesome. I'm actually excited to get the review of uh, of that uh, of that part of the theme park. I didn't know he was going. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll get that tomorrow whenever he comes back. But game three is tonight, and it seems once more that off-the-court-related storylines have conspired to kind of smother the interest in game three already, uh, and it has to do with the report that Kyrie Irving now is going to head to Brooklyn – uh, we talked about that rumor that is out there because of the Nike shirt that Kyrie Irving, sorry, that uh, that that Kevin Durant may well be staying in uh, in uh, Oakland slash Golden State slash San Francisco. If you haven't seen it, there's a T-shirt available on the Nike website, or at least there was. I don't know if it's still up with every different place that Kevin Durant has played basketball. And it ends with San Francisco, which is where the Warriors are going to move when they open a brand new arena. It's possible if the Warriors are able to win game three and four and then they went back to uh, Toronto and won game five that there's only two games left in Oracle Arena before they move into this new venue in San Francisco. So that is out there. Also reports that Kawhi has bought a place in Toronto. Uh, Certainly uh, he has bought a place in Southern California where he is from. Uh, as well, so uh, so there's uncertainty about exactly what Kawhi Leonard might end up doing, but it's fair to say that if Kawhi Leonard stayed in Toronto and Kevin Durant stayed in uh, the Bay Area, that all of this talk would be just kind of blow up in the NBA's face, and we'd be in almost the identical position that we were before, with the possible exception that maybe the Celtics are a little bit worse because Kyrie Irving leaves, and Jimmy Butler, who I think most people out there would acknowledge doesn't really change anything in terms of the overall scope and power of NBA teams in general, might be the only free agent that is uh, is filled with uncertainty. And it's possible he's going to re-up with the Philadelphia 76ers, in which case everything would boil down to what happens with Anthony Davis, which feels like what should have been a massive July 4th uh, level fireworks explosion that's going to be a lot of attention as NBA free agency opens. Instead, it's like uh, somebody just blew out the candle on a birthday cake before the birthday uh, f- uh, song even finished. Have I blown to your mind with that analogy? Am I still on here? <laughs> yeah, you're on. Uh, so what happens here? Like, I mean, this is this is potentially a implosion for the NBA, which has been relying on the fact of, hey, in free agency this year, we're going to make the league a lot more competitive. And in reality, it's possible that almost nothing changes. Do you really think that the NBA, though, is in dire straits? I mean, really, yesterday or the day before on Lock It In, you guys even talked about the numbers in Toronto. What is it, like 17 million people in that country watch the finals? So don't you think that some of the the rating 
the ratings that are missing right now in the states no. are because of we're playing against Canada. You don't no, think so? At I don't all? think so. I don't think the Milwaukee Bucks were in this series that people would care that much more in America. I don't think it. Milwaukee's a small market. I mean, I think if you here is here is the problem that the NBA has. And if Adam Silver were smart, he'd be staring this right in the face. The NBA has good global trend lines, right? In that soccer is the most uh, most uh, popular sport in the world by far. The second most popular sport in the world. Maybe it's cricket, actually. I'm not an expert on cricket. It might be cricket. The third most is probably basketball, right? A lot of people play basketball worldwide. The problem you run into is it's going to be hard to make a lot of money off the NBA worldwide. It just is. The vast, vast majority of the NBA's overall dollars are going to come from the United States. And the problem the NBA has is... The NBA, this is this is the downside of the social media era and the star universe. The NBA is defined by stars who dominate eras. It was Magic and Larry Bird. It was Michael Jordan. It was a little blip where it was Kobe and Shaq. Then it became LeBron James. And LeBron James is on the tail end of his career. Now, maybe the NBA can wring a couple of more years of drama out of LeBron James. But the drop-off once LeBron James is gone, if the Golden State Warriors are not still a dynasty, is going to be Grand Canyon style. Because right now you're getting a little bit of a preview. LeBron was in eight straight NBA Finals, I think it was. People got used to seeing him there. Whether they loved or hate him, they paid attention to him. And he right now is going to turn 35 years old. And when that happens, you take LeBron off the stage if the Warrior dynasty were to implode in some way, the NBA would be in dire straits this year. If the Warriors had lost to the Clippers, if they had lost to the Rockets, or if they had lost to the Trailblazers, if right now you had Trailblazers against Raptors, NBA ratings would be down 50%. There is no way that you can tell me that a league is strong when a, when a league, an entire league of 30 teams, basically boils down to people caring about LeBron James and the Golden State Warriors. 75% of my audience, we talked about Twitter polls earlier, are rooting for the Toronto Raptors to beat the Golden State Warriors. That's not necessarily a bad thing because it's at least people have rooting interest. But they don't care about Kawhi. They don't care about the Raptors one iota. They don't care about Giannis. They don't care about the Milwaukee Bucks at all. They care about the Warriors and who they end up playing against and if Kevin Durant were to leave and make, let's say, the Knicks mediocre, I don't think people would care because I don't think the Knicks are going to be in the contention for a championship. If LeBron gets back in the mix, that could help. But otherwise, you're playing a declining game. It took, and a lot of people don't realize this, it took a decade for the NBA to recover when Michael Jordan left. That's because the league didn't exist. They had Jordan and the Bulls. They had a player and a team. And once Jordan left, people didn't care about the NBA and and for all the talk about NBA social media and everything else I think this is a sign of how social media is a uh, is oftentimes a funhouse mirror NBA fans for whatever reason are more active on social media than uh than the fans are of let's say the NFL just like fans of Game of Thrones are far more active on social media than fans of the Big Bang Theory were or things like that. Sometimes certain groups of people can cluster in social media and make people believe they're a bigger part of the overall audience than they actually are. 
Um, we've seen this happen a ton across a variety of pop culture, politics, everywhere else fields. So, no, I think the NBA's in trouble if the free agency market fizzles like it appears it may well fizzle because I think a lot of people will come back and say, okay, the Warriors are going to win the championship again with Kevin Durant. Why should I care? Now, this year there's a little bit of drama in the NBA Finals themselves, but most of it's predicated on health. If the Golden State Warriors were 100% healthy, they'd win this series in five games against the Toronto Raptors. They still may win it in five games. They might have swept against the Toronto Raptors if they were healthy. Um, there wouldn't be any drama at all. The drama in the in the playoffs right now is who's going to play, who's going to come back from an injury, what's going to happen with Klay Thompson, what's going to happen with Kevin Durant on the court. The drama is they're injured because I think everybody out there, even the most dyed-in-the-wool Toronto Raptors fans, would acknowledge that a fully healthy group of Golden State Warriors is the favorites. Now, I'll bring in the crew here in a sec, talk about this a little bit more, but let me go ahead and get the update from Brian Finley. Thank you so much, Clay. From Tuesday, the Dodgers... Let's head back to our guy, Clay Travis. Do we have cuts from that update? <laughs> we can make them. What in the Edgar Martinez is happening with the Seattle Mariners? Um, uh, uh, that's going to be a drop, Brian. Yeah, all right, I'm that. digging it, guys. Uh, all right, so uh, Dub, are you awake? Are you there? Hello? Yeah, Dub, all right. So uh, I said if this goes on, if Kevin Durant stays with the Warriors, if Kawhi stays with the Raptors, Let's say that Kyrie Irving goes to Brooklyn, which I think is, by and large, fairly boring. Um, and let's say Jimmy Butler signs with somebody. It doesn't really matter because he's not changing the overall scope of the trajectory in the NBA. This is a incredible fizzle, right? It's like you expected a huge explosion. You expected the greatest fireworks celebration ever. And instead, you got a couple of sparklers and somebody's running around chasing each other. This is bad for the NBA, right? Because they have sold the idea that this offseason could fundamentally change the league, and I'm starting to feel like nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. If nothing happens, you're absolutely right, because this past year plus, this whole offseason that's coming up was kind of like on par with the NFL in terms of selling hope in a way, because you know everyone's expecting Kevin Durant to leave. The Warriors dynasty could be over. There's hope for other teams in the West. There's hope for other teams in the East if Kevin Durant heads that way. And if everything stays put as is, then we're kind of back just to square one where we were before the start of this year, where everyone says, okay, well, it looks like the Warriors are going to be the favorite again. They'll probably win their fourth title in a row. So what do you expect tonight, Game 3? Um, the Warrior, the line has ticked down all the way to Warriors now four-and-a-half-point favorite, which still seems substantial to me because that four-and-a-half-point line to me is telling us that there's an expectation Clay Thompson is going to play and not just play – but play somewhat similar to what usually Clay Thompson does. I just don't buy it. I think if the Warriors are going to win this game, Clay Thompson is going to be a shell of himself if he plays at all because the hamstring is nerve-wracking. You don't want to lose him for the series because he tweaks himself even more. You need DeMarcus Cousins to play at a high level. You need Draymond not just to be a facilitator, but also to score. You need Cook to come in and make some outside shots. You need McKenzie to come in and make some outside shots. You need basically your bench to make a lot of plays. You need uh, Andrew Bogut to go for uh, for 8 to 10 points. And you obviously need Steph to come in and be Steph, not to mention Andre Iguodala. I mean, this is putting a lot of onus on, a guys, to, on guys to score at a high level who typically are not scoring. Yeah, and I think the line, it kind of surprised me too when I first saw it. I thought it would be more like 2 or 3 or something like that. But I think it just goes to show how much you know Vegas trusts that the Warriors will show up. And there's not a whole lot of trust in the Raptors other than Kawhi Leonard. You look at Kyle Lowry, I think he's averaged 10 points per game 
this series Lowry's so far. Lowry's been awful. And then Pascal Siakam, yeah, he had the great game one, but then game two, Draymond kind of took ownership and didn't let that happen again. So I think this game all comes down to the Raptors and people other than Kawhi. If Kyle Lowry can get you 16-18, if Siakam can get you you know 20-plus, then I really like the Raptors' chances So which tonight. side are you taking? Five and a half right now, four and a half it's down to uh, that the Raptors are uh, underdogs. The Warriors minus four and a half. I, th- I mean, I, to me, I have to go with the Raptors. That just seems like too many points because they have a golden opportunity here with, you know, Kevin Durant out. Probably the last game he'll be out. And Clay Thompson, you know, he might pretty much be out if he's not, you know, I'm, ner- I'm nervous 100%. about this. I'm not going to lie because when everybody's on the same side, this show has gone like over oh, the last 20. So I'm on the Raptors plus five and a half. I bet it earlier this week on Lock It In. I bet it in real life as well. I just think five and a half is too many. And I think this number is going to continue to tick down today if you're one of the people who sits around and waits till the day of the game, which a lot of you are to make a, de- a decision on how to gamble on, uh, on the biggest uh, sporting event of the evening. I think this line's going to come down to four. I think it might even hit three and a half, assuming that Clay Thompson ends up uh, with the, the the kind of the verdict that we're anticipating, which is that he's not going to play at a very high level. Uh, what about you, uh, Danny G? Which way would you play this? I hate to do it to you, but I'm going to agree. It's too many points. I think the Warriors are going to win by a three-pointer. And Jordan Bell, Quinn Cook, Alfonso McKenney, the great G League story we talked about a week or so ago, he needs to step up and have a big game. That roster, they're going to have to show and prove off the bench for the Warriors to really have a chance and look for Boogie Cousins to have another big game like Game 2. And in this case at home, the place is going to be rocking. A friend of mine was telling me that the crowd over the years in Oakland has gotten a little bougie, a little more on the laid back side in Oakland. But I think tonight, with all these injuries, they're really going to need that crowd in the Bay Area to step up and be loud and will the team to get this W with all of these bad injuries. Yeah, this is an opportunity, by the way. We don't talk a lot about Steve Kerr and his coaching job. When we talk about the Warriors, by and large, there's a lot of focus on the overall talent that surrounds surrounds this team uh, and how good they all are. This is an opportunity, much like in Game 6 when the Warriors closed out the Rockets, for Steve Kerr to put together a coaching sort of masterpiece in order to find a way to win. Uh, with a uh, with a, certainly a uh, a team that is a shell of its normal self, what way would you go, Roberto? How would you bet on this one? I think I think the Warriors were, will cover. I think the the Raptors had a great chance to go up two zero, and they and they blew it. I think the the Raptors will feed off the energy of the crowd, and I think they'll cover. And and usually your role players don't play as well on the road, so I I don't think a lot of these guys that were good in, in game one and some of them in game two are not going to translate as good on the road. So you're saying the Warriors win in cover? Yeah. All right. That makes me feel a little bit better that we're not all unanimous. And then Brian Finley, uh, what does Edgar Martinez think about this game? Here's what I want to say, Clay. What is Drake? Is he going to be at the game? Have we figured that out yet? Because I think that's going to play a big part in the betting here. <laughs> Whether Drake is there is going to yes. impact what line you take? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I would think that Drake wouldn't be that welcome in the Bay Area. It is a good question. I mean, they said uh, Kevin Durant and uh, Clay Thompson were making fun of Drake after the game. Uh, and trash-talking him a little bit about whether or not he was going to be in the Bay Area. I don't know if he's making the trip or not. I do feel that the Kevon Looney absence is going to play a big role. I think, like you said earlier, Clay, his prowess and his ability to dominate doesn't always 
it's not always seen in large part from the common fan, but what he does on the court, man, it's going to be sorely missed, and I think the Raptors really have a chance here. He's the best player by far. Martinez going on with the Mariners. Oh, gosh, there it is. Uh, He has the best chance, uh, I think Kevon Looney does, of of always being out and being able to play pick-and-roll defense, switch defenders. I mean, he can play against anybody at the five position. When you put in DeMarcus Cousins or you put in Andrew Bogut, particularly Cousins, who's still not moving that well, even though offensively I think he can score some points, it opens up opportunities for the Raptors to be able to exploit that Warrior defense a bit more. We'll talk about it. When we come back, let's hit the Animal Thunderdome. We haven't done it in several days. And we'll get you ready for uh, the Anonymous Mailbag Live on the radio where I will solve every problem in the universe for the OutKick audience. All that and more, this is OutKick Wednesday edition, Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate you all hanging on with us. We'll be back here with the Animal Thunderdome. What in the Edgar Martinez is going on with the Mariners? This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Welcome back to the Geico Outkick Studios. We got a lot of Animal Thunderdome to get to. Let's cue the music, boys. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I had a bullet and stricter stuck to my face. Sam, you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. So we go to the state of North Carolina where uh, there was a young girl who was in the surf. I'm trying to get to the top here. A dad who punched a shark in the nose to save his daughter from attack. Uh, this happened off the coast of North Carolina. Uh, there was a girl standing in waist-deep water off Fort Macon in North Carolina. Her dad stood nearby. The father, Charlie Winter, firefighter and paramedic. His daughter lost part of a leg and some fingers, uh, according to the Facebook page. But the the daughter was uh, was saved because the father is a uh, is a marine and when the shark attacked his daughter the, the the marine started to punch the shark in the face he punched the shark five times and the shark let go um, and as a result the girl is going to be fine she obviously has significant injuries uh, but uh, this has gone viral everywhere uh, with many people who are uh, marines singing the praises of this dad uh, and uh, there are a lot of people who say, uh, including uh, this is all over the Facebook page for the Marines, who needs a bigger boat when you have a Marine's fists? Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's an awful story, but props to the dad there who fought off the shark attack, former Marine, five-time punch on the shark, and the shark turned and ran. Uh, this happened on Sunday again off Fort Macon State Park at Atlantic Beach. 
um, in the uh, in the state of North Carolina. So, uh, ugly story there. Sharks continue. We talked about that uh, Panama City Beach. I was down at the beach over the uh, over the last week, and they had the girl who was tracked by the shark. We put out that video, uh, which a lot of you shared. So it's shark attack season with everybody Ooh. getting into the water, and hopefully there will be a marine near you in the event that a shark comes after you. Yeah, and by the way, that girl in North Carolina that you were talking about, her name is Paige Winter, and they started a GoFundMe for her medical costs. So you can search that out yep. on GoFundMe and find uh, and help out uh, there uh, if you uh, are so inclined. Now, this is from – I live in Nashville, uh, Tennessee is where I do the show, and I actually live a little bit south of town in a town called Franklin, uh, uh, Tennessee. Uh, which do you know is, Austin McGee? Uh, I do not know Austin <laughs> McGee. But there was a there was a guy bitten by yeah, a rattlesnake that's in my, his, in that's my his name. town, right? Yep. Do we have audio of this? No, you, it's one of those Fox News videos where the words come up on the screen back to music. Uh, that's not good. We need yeah. the actual audio. But this guy got bit by a rattlesnake and then said, I had no idea how dangerous rattlesnake bites were. I mean, where has this guy been for his entire life? Serious. He thought that he was stung by something. And instead, <laughs> uh, he got bit by a rattlesnake, and there's a picture of, I think it's one of his fingers, right? Uh, and it looks like it's about to explode. Yeah, it it looks like uh, you've seen a picture of a, uh, one of those bullfrogs yeah. where their throat expands. That's what his finger looks like. Yeah, it's really terrifying um, uh, to think about. I mean, I think about this every morning I go outside and I get my newspaper and I'm always like, you know, what if there were a snake curled up inside or behind one of my newspapers? And if it were a rattlesnake, I would be very cognizant of the fact that I didn't want to get anywhere near it. This guy got bit and didn't even realize what was going on. Yeah, he said it kept getting worse, and then they popped it, and it went back down, and then the skin around it kept coming off. Oh. He told Fox 17 Nashville, it was like a throbbing. It was beating with my heart every moment. <laughs> I mean, don't you realize when your thumb or your finger is it his thumb? What finger is it? It is his uh, his finger, his index finger. Yeah, when your finger looks like that, wouldn't you go to the hospital instead of trying to pop it yourself and yeah. be like, it's going to get yeah. better? 1,000%. I mean, that's gross to think about popping it and be like, oh, as soon as I puncture this <sighs> finger, everything's going to be fine. If your finger looks that bad, just go to the hospital, dude. Have you ever been grilling or you've seen it on a barbecue where a hot dog falls down into the charcoals? Oh, yeah. That's what his finger looks like uh. after it popped. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Local news story here. Yeah. Uh, uh. Let's go to Florida for this next one. A homeowner, you've probably seen the video, in Clearwater awoke to uh, an interesting trespasser last Friday. An 11-foot alligator. Yeah, this is, this is ridiculous. Just- the alligator got into the <laughs> yes. house and set off the alarm. They heard a loud crashing noise and called 911, and it wound up breaking into their house. It uh, broke a window to get in. God, this it, is getting crazy. Like It seems to me like there's a lot of alligators getting into houses now, like bears getting in cars and houses, alligators. I think the animals are getting smarter. I think they're evolving uh, right before our eyes and becoming smarter. Yeah, the picture is just ridiculous of this alligator with its foot mouth alligator open. alligator is massive to just suddenly show up in your house. Can you imagine? Uh, I'm going to tweet this out at Danny G Radio. I'll tag you at Clay Travis on Twitter. The insane photo of this gator with its big uh, jaws open in their kitchen. When we get back, uh, we're going to do the anonymous mailbag. We'll also talk about game three of the NBA Finals going on. But your calls, anonymous mailbag, live on the radio next on Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Oh. 
Monday from the Geico Outkick Studios. How about Outkick? All 50 states, satellite radio channel 202 on XM, 218 on uh, Sirius. Everywhere along with the FoxSportsRadio.com streaming option, the iHeartRadio app. You can find us basically anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world and all over the country as we get ready for Game 3 tonight between the Warriors and the Raptors. Series heads back to the Bay Area in Oakland. The question is, is Clay Thompson going to play? And uh, that is a question that uh, the odds makers are certainly asking. That's a question that I'm sure Nick Nurse is asking as he tries to figure out how to devise a uh, defensive game plan. Will they break back out the box and one that they had chasing Steph Curry all over the court? Or will Klay Thompson play? And if so, how will he play? Uh, That is the big question that is looming as we get ready for game three. We will talk about that. And continue to break that down. we got a couple of hours left on the show here from the Wednesday edition. Petros Papadakis didn't swing by, by yesterday. He is scheduled to join us in hour three, as is Britt McHenry. But right now, we are freshly in the midst of the anonymous mailbag. And you guys know that I'm a humble man. Don't draw a lot of attention to myself. Not the kind of guy to say, hey, look at me. But I do believe that I have maybe the best judgment of anyone in America today. I am maybe the most reasonable person in a country that has gone insane I can solve the problems of all of our OutKick listeners across the nation. What I can't guarantee is that the phones are going to work, but I can solve your problems if I can actually hear you. So, our phone number, 877-996-6369, 877-996-6369. Dub will field your calls. All we need is your state and your problem, and I will solve it. Let's go ahead and hit the music, boys. You've got mail, mother anonymous mail, babe. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. We need to allow Dub to field the calls right now. So 877-996-6369. As Dub feels the fields the calls, we've already given you our prediction on what we think is going to happen tonight. The uh, Warriors around a four and a half point favorite. But do you think that Clay Thompson will play, and will he play at a high level, Danny G? Man, from that workout. It, he did not look good if no. you saw the video. Like he was moving very gingerly on yep. the court yesterday. I don't see why they would risk it in game three. I think he'll play in game four. Yeah, it's one of those things that you know that they're a little bit unfortunate because they've had like three games be- three days between all the games. They got fortunate there. But they're playing again on Friday, which feels, even though it's two days, like a quick turnaround. And then I believe they play on Sunday, right? So we've played uh, basically an entire week. This series started when? On Thursday? It actually we, goes to Monday, if I recall. Is that right? The They're not playing yeah. on Sunday? Yeah. Mon- Why are they not playing on Sunday? I think you're right. It <laughs> yeah, is Monday. Friday to Monday. Um, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So they'll get a little bit more of a, uh, of a, uh, of a bu- you know, kind of a buffer there. And obviously, with Kevin Durant entering into free agency, there's a lot of talk about whether or not he's going to come back and, and risk his calf. Uh, and also the same thing being said about Clay Thompson with the hamstring because it's so easy to potentially be able to tweak that and be out for the entire series. Again, I said an hour one. I think most people out there would agree with me. If the Warriors are healthy, this is not a series. If DeMarcus Cousins is firing on all cylinders, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, if they're all Andre Iguodala, who's been dealing with his own issues, Draymond Green, if all those guys are fine, Kevon Looney, who's now out for the rest of the se- uh, series, if all those guys are fine, there are zero things to worry about. 
zero at all, the Warriors win this thing in four or five games. But with all the injuries, and we got to be fair, Kawhi Leonard has got his own issues dealing with the, uh, the Raptors. Uh, his overall field goal percentage has progressively been declining throughout these playoffs. A lot of weight on his shoulders and also the fact that he's not 100% healthy, I think, is weighing in as well. But this game three, pretty massive. Warriors have a chance to take uh, the first uh, series lead so far and really put the Raptors into a dangerous spot. If, on the other hand, the Raptors could get one of these games, uh, certainly if it were game three, then they'd come back in game four, basically with the Warriors on the ropes completely. So this is a massive swing game. We'll see what happens. I can't wait to uh, to tune in tonight. ABC has it, uh, and we'll see how exactly this continues to shake out. Kind of strange to have a Wednesday night basketball game. Uh, usually these games played on like a Monday, a Thursday, a, a Saturday, Sunday type situation. Wednesday doesn't feel like it happens very often. All right, uh, are our phones actually on? Are we, are, we, oh, are we of the certainty that the phones are actually turned on? Have we taken any calls this week? I don't think we've taken any calls this week, have we? Well, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. It's buzzing right now, so let me get to that. 877-996-6369. Um, I've got a question for you, Danny G. Uh, so every morning I go outside and get my newspaper, right? I get, I'm, old, I'm an old man. I get the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times delivered to my house. I have a home studio, so I'm doing the show from my house. Uh, I go down during one of our commercial breaks. I walk out and I get my newspaper. Now, I'm up early. Uh, and here it's in the central time zone. So right now where I am, it's uh, just a little bit after six o'clock in the morning. And so I will walk downstairs and I, a lot of times, to be honest, I don't do the show even wearing pants. I've just got on my underwear, <laughs> right? I get out of bed at 4.30 in the morning. I check to make sure what all the headlines are. Um, I, you know, like prepare myself for the show and then I'll go downstairs. The newspaper doesn't come until a little bit after 5 a.m. So I will go downstairs is it inappropriate for me to go outside only in my underwear to get the uh, newspaper on my front uh, front lawn? <laughs> Are these like Walter White's or? <laughs> I mean, they're not like uh, tidy whities, yeah. but it's like I usually wear. I mean, it can be different, right? I have like uh, regular boxers, but on average, I would say like eighty percent of the time, like right now, I'm sitting in the boxer briefs, <laughs> right? Like not. I mean, oh, you know, they're man. they're mid thigh. Yeah. TMI. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. What is the closest proximity to your neighbor next door? Or one oh, I mean, of your the neighbors? houses are, I mean, like, we are, we are in, like, I don't know what you would call it, like a new urbanism style development. So when I, you know, like, the houses are relatively close. You know, there's like a grocery store in here. There's, there's you know, restaurants, bars. Like, so, I mean, there's a sidewalk and people are regularly sometimes walking. And now it's early. So if you're out, you know, like early, like you're, you know, some people wake up and like the first thing they do is roll out of bed and go for a jog or, you know, get out and walk the dog or whatever else. So I would say about 10% of the time there's somebody coming by, uh, you know, that, that, that will come by. And that might be an exaggeration, but I mean, you know, you can, it's flat. So it's not like it's hilly. So you can see yeah. a long way and I walk out, I mean, I, I don't know, it's probably 10 yards at most from my house to the, to the, the, the road. You know, there's not a, it's not a busy road. It's a subdivision road. But, I mean, there are a lot of people coming by, I would say. It is a violation because you're a man doing it. We've talked before about why do those old guys at the gym always have to blow dry their Dick Cheney's. That's why I work out at home. I can't stand the gym for that reason. To see dudes walking around naked or half naked is very alarming. <laughs> it's It's different if you're a female. For instance, I used to live with this girl where she would get up first and go walk her dog early in the morning she yep. had one of those little rat dogs and she wouldn't 
put a, a robe on or anything. She was in a nightgown with her boobs hanging out. Oh, and yeah, she that would, sounds like a good way to start the morning. Yeah, she would come in and tell me, God, our upstairs neighbor, he's so nice. I, I, I bumped into him on his way to work, and, and I was like, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> that was like I tweeted the other day. I, I had uh, some guy who just like sent me an unsolicited. Like, I don't, I, you know, I, I'll dive into my mentions every now and then. And somebody sent me a mention. And he's like, I just want to, you know, you're the only reason I have Twitter. I think you're fantastic. I love all your opinions or something. And I, 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 I legitimately think that good looking women don't understand how normal people go through life because good looking women get things done for them and given to them all the time without having to request it, right? And so they have such a altered state of what the world is actually like. And people, are like, you know, there's a big thing now, like, oh, you've got white privilege. Oh, you've got heterosexual privilege. All this ridiculous stuff, right, that all these uh, losers sitting around and sitting obsessed with. But by far, the highest rank on the privilege chart is hot girl privilege, right? I mean, the amount of things that good-looking women get given to them and done for them entirely based on how they look is off the charts. I'm not sure that there's anything else even close to it. Yeah, and not just that, but what's interesting is how girls will complain about guys sliding into their DMs on Instagram constantly. And I saw a meme the other day that said, hey, stop posting pictures where your nipples are showing. And magically, those DMs will start to decrease. It's like I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why all these guys are 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 judging me all the time. Because you put like that's that is the entire like Mark Zuckerberg bought Instagram, and ninety five percent of Instagram's market cap value, and it's worth billions of dollars, is just hot chicks posting pictures of themselves all day. I mean, it's unbelievable. If you go, I don't use Instagram very much because it's too complicated. Like Rachel Bonetta uses Instagram all the time. And I'll go in and like, I don't even understand how to put right things on pictures and everything else, but she's active there all the time. And I'll go in and, and, and like see it and, and then I'll scroll through. And if it goes to recommended like follows or whatever it is, I don't even know what page I end up on. I scroll through and it's, I'm not kidding about this. It's like two athletes. It's like LeBron James and some other athlete. And then it's like 98% just girls in, in scantily clad clothing. I don't know how it picks, like how it knows me so well that these are all the people that I would follow. But I'm like, who are they? like? I would just spend all day on this thing scrolling through if I were a single guy. If they took away hot girls from Instagram, the company would collapse overnight. Instagram would. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go to break here. One of the problems with uh, with the way that I set up the anonymous mailbag today is usually I set it up before we go to break and allow Dub to field the calls. I know I'm just such an exhilarating listen that people don't want to call while I'm talking. So here's what we're going to do. I will field your calls for all of your anonymous mailbag questions. And by I, I mean dub will. During this commercial break, 877-996-6369. Load them up. When we come back, I'll solve the problems of the OutKick crew or I will strangle to death an executive involved in our phone. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. What in the Edgar Martinez is going on with the Mariners? Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. 
All right, cue the music, boys. Let me start answering some questions, making the world a better place. You've got mail, mother anonymous mail, babe. If it was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. All right, who first, Dub? All right, we got Ohio up first. Ohio, what's your problem? All right, Clay, I'll keep it real simple for you. I won't go into details. Basically, my wife and I have a decent amount of credit card debt. We make enough money to pay it off over time. Like I would say, I don't know, seven to ten years comfortably. But my father-in-law is willing to basically wipe the slate clean. We wouldn't have to pay him back for five years before we start making payments to kind of get ahead of it. Um, on paper, it seems perfect, but it's the principle of the matter. Do you accept money from family, have that hanging over your head, especially an in wall and beyond that, uh, the relationship is really good. So do you kind of put money something is it? in there? Uh, I would say 25 to 30. Okay. All right. How old is your father-in-law? Um, mid-50s. Uh, and how many kids does he have? All are grown four. All right. So thanks for the call. The only I would take the money. All right. I would take the money because, first of all, your father-in-law wants to do it. The only thing that would make me apprehensive would be the other three siblings who might not get the access to the twenty-five dollars or $30,000 that you're getting to have your credit card debt paid off. If you are going to pay him back eventually, and what, credit card debt is around 20% or whatever it is, um, I, I don't see anything wrong with this at all. If you, if you get the opportunity, if you're fortunate enough to have a family member who has the resources to help you out of a difficult situation, um, and you are going to pay him back. Now, I think that is also important uh, you know, that, that you just do that, but you don't have to worry about the, uh, the credit card interest. What I would do is if you say you can do it in five years, if it's $25,000, let's say, I'd pay him $5,000 a year for each of the next five years and make that a concerted goal and concerted effort, and then try to put yourself in a position where you don't ever have to get $25,000 into debt on credit card again um, because that's a substantial amount of money to owe for most people. And again, with credit card debt being around 20%, that's a lot hanging over your head. But you know, financially for your family and for you and your wife, um, I would take, up, take him up on his offer um, he is uh, in his mid-50s. He's probably doing okay himself financially as long as he doesn't have to do something that is a bad decision to help you guys out. I don't think that's a tough call. Uh, I understand the pride of not wanting people to help you out along the way and everything else, but if you're paying back and you're fortunate enough to have that opportunity, I would not reject it. It's out of hand. Who's up next? We got California up next. California, what's the problem? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm excellent. What's your problem? Uh, I've been in a relationship with uh, my boyfriend for over seven years, and we moved in together, so we've been in living for about a year and a half, and I I am guilty. I've gone through his phone, and I've found uh, naked pictures of this ex-girlfriend of his and sex texting messages. All right, so how, how, uh, how old are you? Over 50, 55. And, and, uh, and your, your boyfriend is around the same age? 59. All right, so uh, do you know how old these uh, messages are? Uh, yeah, I took pictures of them on my phone, so these three messages are about a year. 
So you – About a year ago. So while you were living together and while you were dating. So um, – and uh, and you found these by secretly taking his phone and going through his pictures. Like you were suspicious. How did you come to find them? I was suspicious. Yeah. And so you're wondering how do you let him know – that you found them because your hands are not clean in the way that you found them. Correct. Okay. Um, all right. Thanks. This is this is this is something that I think happens all the time for people out there. You're in a relationship. You're suspicious about what might be going on. Your significant other, your spouse's phone is there. You pick it up. You start scrolling through, and first of all, you're. Uh, significant other is an idiot. Let's start here. If you have naked photos of other women in your regular photo roster, it's like you want to get found out. Um, I think I understand that like you have violated his privacy by checking his phone, but I think that he he has violated you in this way more than you violated him. I think you confront him. I think you just flat out confront him and say, hey, I was suspicious based on the way you were acting and I probably shouldn't have done it, but I got your phone and I found all this stuff. Now, the reason why I was asking for the timeline is I do think that he would have some form of defense, not necessarily a good one, but there are a lot of men out there who would find it impossible to delete photos of ex-girlfriends if they are good-looking naked photos right? So a huge percentage of men out there that have gotten naked photos from ex-girlfriends and they just don't want to delete them. And so this is, uh, this is, you know, like I think a substantial issue, right? Like let me bring in the crew. What percentage of men in this day and age where exchanging photos and the iCloud and everything else is so common, do you think have naked photos of a woman they are not in a relationship with that they have kept? 75%. It's way higher than 75%. It, well, where are the pictures? I'm talking about guys being sloppy with them. Oh, sl- no, no. I'm saying oh, just okay. have them somewhere. Like uh, even on a drive or something like that? Like I'm gonna there s- are a lot of guys that only know how technology works yeah. so they can hide naked photos of girls they used All to All right. Date. Then if you're just talking in general, I'm going to say 95%. Very few. Here's the easy question. How many men, when they get into a new relationship, delete every photo of every attractive woman naked that they've ever had access to in their life? I think it's a (laughs) tiny percentage. Zero percent (laughs) unless it's their total dream girl that they just got with. Even then, even then, it can be completely innocuous. It's like old school would be how many guys who have, uh, you know, like Playboy magazines throw them all away and don't have a single photo of a naked girl in their house, right? Like, it's a tiny percentage. So uh, so that's what I was going to say. That's why I asked the timeline, because I would give him a limited out if this were an ex-girlfriend and he was just, like, a dumb guy. And like most guys, he couldn't bear himself to delete them. So he was keeping them uh, for that reason, like as mementos almost, um, for his own personal enjoyment, perhaps, when he treats his body like a uh, roller coaster. Um, but that in and of itself, uh, I would be able to defend, but you are in a relationship with him. You are living with him. He's cheating on you and you need to confront him about it. And I mean, I don't know what age you get even more offended that somebody's cheating on you, but I would think like when you're 59, like that's kind of an insult. I would think for like, it's one thing when you're 28, right? 
when you've got a 59-year-old boyfriend and he's cheating on you, like, he's lived long enough to know better, right? Wouldn't you think as you age, the odds of a man cheating get lower? Yeah. I mean, I don't know statistically if that's true, but it seems to me that guys in their 20s and 30s with higher sex drives would be more likely to cheat than men who are almost 60. So I think you got to confront him. You're living together. I, I know you got into his phone and you didn't necessarily do it in an appropriate manner um, and uh, and everything else, but you've been holding this secret out for a while. you got to confront him with it. By the way, yeah. Dub, you're even here. What percentage of men that are 25 have uh, delete every single naked photo of every single girl they've ever seen when they get into a new relationship? Zero. Zero. Yeah, I think it's zero. So I think the odds of you, if you're a girl out there listening to us right now, no matter how much your man likes you, the odds that he would delete every naked photo that he's ever received from every woman in his life, even if he likes you, are virtually zero. Now, if you're riding next to your man right now and you're turning to him and you're like, I don't want to like put it, lead him over the middle here. I might have just gotten him flattened. He's probably going to lie to you and say, no, no, I deleted them all. He's lying to you. He's li- I'm just, I don't want, I don't want to end your relationship right here. But this is like a white lie. This is like a white lie that he tells you. Just like when you're about and you're late for dinner and you come out and you're like, hey, do I look okay in my dress? Every man on the planet's going to be like, yeah, yeah, you look great. But the reality might be sometimes you don't look great. But you know what you gain if you say, hey, you know what? I, I don't really like that dress. Just a lifetime of trouble. So every man says, no, you look great. We're ready to go. All right, Dub, who's up next? All right, we got Los Angeles up next. L.A., what's the problem? Okay, so I work in downtown uh, L.A. in a big construction um, commercial building. And there is this hot chick that works there that she's been working there with me for the past two years building these uh, buildings. And she is hot, dude. I'm telling you, like, smoking hot. Like, you wouldn't think that she should be in there. But uh, she flirts real tough. And I mean, like, tough. And I'm not going to lie. I flirt with her back. By the way, I am married. But now there's points to where I'm like, man, what am I doing? I'm, I'm like flirting back and she's coming at me just the same way. Maybe it's just stop or she's really nice as a friend. Also, should it just tell her, you know what, we got to stop flirting like this and just be friends and keep it cool or just completely ignore her because I don't want to open, open those doors up. What kind of construction do you do? Plumbing. Plumbing? <clears throat> yeah. So you have a smoking hot plumbing like woman who works with you? Oh no. So she works a different trade, but all trades come hand in hand. So I mean she's there. She does um I believe she does like drywall. All right. So the uh, first of all, what are the odds that you're going to be working with a smoking hot drywall installer? <laughs> I mean, uh, every woman out there like fears that her man's going to meet somebody on the job and like that that's going to be an issue, right? I would think of all the professions that you could have, is there any one other than maybe asphalt layer where the hotness level of a woman would be less expected than drywall? Can you guys think like of all the like if you're if you're going to work and you're like, man, I've got the worst job in America. There's never any hot chicks who have my job. Asphalt layer? I don't know about you, but I've never driven by like the people working out on the street. It's like 98 degrees. Those poor bastards. I know some of you are listening right now uh, in the summer as it gets closer to the summer. You're standing out there laying asphalt. I would be stunned if there's a smoking hot asphalt layer in the entire country. 
Like that, that is that a good possibility? Like, would you be stunned <laughs> if you were driving down the road and you pulled up and you looked over out your window and like this smoking hot chick was just like standing there with a rake working on the asphalt? Like, there's a zero percent chance, almost, I think, that there's a single smoking hot asphalt layer in the entire country. You would never expect that. Totally unexpected. Like, you look out and you're like, my God, that girl should be on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and instead she's out here laying asphalt 98 degrees in the middle of, uh, you know, uh, Los Playos, wherever you are, all right? So that's unlikely, all right? So let's start there. Uh, I would say drywall hanger. Like, if you were getting a house built and you walked in because you were, like, wanted to check the inspection, and you walked in and there was a smoking hot chick working, hanging drywall, You'd be like, this. there's no way this is real life. Can you guys think off the top of your head of other professions that would be the least likely to have hot chicks working there? Sanitation? Garbage girl. A smoking hot garbage girl would be rare. Like, if you walked out to drop off your, your garbage one morning and the garbage truck happened to be coming by and a drop-dead gorgeous girl stepped off of the garbage truck, you'd be like, what in the world is going on here? Plumber, I would say also... Like, you know, they make those uh, porn movies where the plumber or the fireman or whatever come by. But if you had a, like a uh, your pipes uh, clogged, which is its own uh, interesting phrase here, if you had your pipes clogged, you would think you were getting pranked if like somebody knocked on the door and a smoking hot plumbing girl was standing there with like a wrench on her shoulder. That would be, I think, really unexpected to get a smoking hot plumbing girl. Uh, but this guy, so what do you do? Well, you're married. I don't think there's harm with flirting with somebody at work. I would imagine that's also kind of a boring job at times. So you're hopefully listening to Fox Sports Radio all day, hanging out with us, uh, and we're hoping to entertain you during the course of the day. Um, but I, I think in general, flirting is okay, but you just can't take it to the next level if you're married. I mean, that's just a, that's just a high-risk, low-reward position for you to find yourself in. So I, I would say, again, and I would also say – got to be careful in this Me Too era. I'm sure this girl has to be kind of tough if she works around construction people because the the, the level of conversation from an all-male business is different, frankly, than it would be if you work in, like, I, I don't know, retail sales or if you work in uh, a, uh, like, real estate or places that have predominantly female-type audiences. So this girl's got to be probably pretty tough about what people say. But I would say you just have to be careful about what you say and what people could find to be inappropriate there in addition to the fact that you're married. So I would say, um, you know, it's unlikely you're probably going to hook up in the, in the middle of the drywall laying and pipe laying, no pun intended there. Um, so uh, just keep it professional in that context. You can flirt a little bit at work. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but don't take it beyond that general agreement on that uh, that that answer there anybody yep. disagree with any of the answers that i've given so far here nope all right uh when we come back we'll take a couple more of your calls uh on the anonymous mailbag we'll also get you ready uh for game three of the um of the playoffs coming up and we need to get an update right now from our guy uh brian uh, what's his name brian finley there you go. yeah yeah big big time fan brian <laughs> oh thanks man 
Likewise, right back at you. The Dodgers drop kick the Diamondbacks. Was nine- that the most inauthentic conversation in the history of the show? <laughs> I think it might have been. Brian Finley, clearly not a fan of mine. No, I no, have no idea who he is. No, no, Clay, Clay, I am. You know what? And I actually used to live in Memphis, and yeah. I met you at SEC Football Media Days in Birmingham many years ago. So, I mean, you, you would not have remembered this. but Was he nice to you, Brian? He was. He was cool. I'm I mean, a nice guy. He's I don't a, know why people expect that I'm not. He's a busy guy, so he was on the move a lot. Oh, that means he ignored you then. No, yeah. no, no. I was, I was, I, I will talk to anybody. I talk for a living. Yeah. Now, sometimes the challenge is how do you get out of a conversation? Like my wife was talking about this with me the other day. She's like, you talk to people for way too long when they come up to you, but I don't ever want to be the guy. I need a body man. I need a, but you know how like politicians, when they go and do all these different, uh, different events, if they're out in public, they have a body man who can be the bad guy and like, hey, you got to keep moving. You got to keep like I will talk to people for way too long. That's my flaw. I'm too nice. Uh, but always been a big fan of yours, Brian. Continue. Oh. <laughs> right, like, at Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, right on. Absolutely. Uh, the Dodgers drop kick the Diamondbacks. Clay Travis, back to you. What in the Jamie Moyer is going on with the Mariners? Oh my goodness! This is, I'm gonna, not gonna lie. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, I just scrolled through my mentions, and Hap says Rome, Italy has smoking hot garbage girls. So there you go. Wouldn't have expected that Rome would have smoking hot garbage girls, but he's saying that it is in fact true. Uh, all right, when we come back. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. This is Outkick. We'll dive into Game Three. Get you ready and continue to roll on the Wednesday edition. Outkick the coverage. Hour three. We're scheduled at Petros Papadakis. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Uh, we are getting ready for game three of the NBA Finals. We just did the anonymous mailbag, got a lot of feedback rolling in. Uh, Reno out there says uh, truck drivers. We're talking about the guy who has the uh, hot coworker who is hanging drywall truck drivers i worked at a distribution center and what jobs women don't have if they are attractive processed hundreds of drivers a day in six years doing that maybe two or three hot ones out of tens of thousands of truck drivers i met that makes sense you would be surprised if you looked over and there was a smoking hot chick driving a big rig i think that's fair uh, asphalt layer truck driver garbage girl all of those highly unlikely. Fox Sports Radio Walmart. overnights, no hot girls. Yeah, anything in media, there's good-looking women. Anything in media. It's not that hard of a job. Looks matter, especially in television. I've said this before. Like, Aaron Andrews got me the job when I started at Fox. And as male executives, when she said, hey, you should hire this guy, Clay Travis, I think he'd be good on television – um, the first question she got asked was, what does he look like? It was a very cosmetic business in television. I've said for a long time, like, I'm good-looking for a writer. Not good-looking, good-looking for a writer. If you walk into a press box at a major media sporting event, there are a lot of ugly people in there. I mean, a lot of really not attractive people. Out of shape, you know, like, look like they haven't been in the sunlight in decades I'm good-looking for a writer, which helped me get into television. Not good-looking, good-looking for a writer. Radio, it doesn't really matter. There's a lot of ugly people in radio. Howard Stern's the most successful person of all time. He's really an unattractive man. (laughs) It's true, and a lot of those guys in the press box, they're fighting over the chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's a battle. You want to see like yeah. a real battle emerge at, at halftime when they put out food or uh, anytime there's a treat that's coming around. 
I mean, there are people throwing elbows to make sure that they go get uh, the latest treat. <laughs> when I was in Oakland last season at the Coliseum up in their press box, Reggie McKenzie led the charge towards the hot dogs that they served at halftime. It was like a parade of media guys behind him. The food in press boxes, many of them, I'll tell you this, like I live in Nashville. I don't like to go to the press box that much, right, in general. Uh, because I would rather sit in the crowd if I'm going to go see a game, or I'd rather watch it on television. And that's one of the ways that what I do has evolved in a big way just in in my career. When I was 26, 27 years old, going to a game was a big deal. But now it's like if you go to a game, you feel like you're missing, and your game's not good, right? If you go to your game and your game ends up stinking or sucking – like the number of times that I have been in a press box trying to stream another game that matters much more while you're there in person watching one. And I think there's a lot of fans out there listening to us right now who feel the same way. Like I don't want to go to a stadium because the game that I go to might suck. But at home, I can just flip around and watch, first of all, a lot more games. But I have control in addition to the fact that it's cheaper and easier to do and everything else. But that's one of the things that's really changed. The number of people who want to be in press boxes has diminished. But the food in press boxes is consistently awful. I've never understood that. The Titans in Nashville and the general, the, the, the Nissan Stadium press box food is the worst press box food I've ever had, ever seen. Like, I won't even touch it. And I don't understand how they can be so bad at producing food. Like, it doesn't cost that much more money to give the media decent food. And I'm not going to lie, I think if you feed the media well, they write and say better things about you. Maybe not consciously, but subconsciously, they're in a better mood. So even if the team sucks, the food's good, they'll say better things about you. If I owned a team, I would spend more money on the food than necessary to try to buy the media's better coverage that way. A hundred billion percent. I think you'd get a lot of value there. Uh, when we come back, speaking of value, game three of the NBA Finals ongoing. What is going to transpire there tonight? What do we expect to happen? We'll break in, give you predictions and the latest on what we expect to see from Clay Thompson, whether or not he's going to play. Kevin Durant, definitely out. Kevon Looney, definitely out. How much and how important and how must win of a game is game three in general here? Raptors, not that big, right? They feel like if they win one out of two, they're in great shape. The Warriors, I feel like on some level, probably feel like one out of two is good enough given their injury situation and given the fact that Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson might come back for the final three. But, man, this is still, I think, a pretty seismic game. We'll break it down for you when we come back, top of Hour 3. Appreciate all of you spending your Wednesday morning with us. This is OutKick. We're hanging out on Fox Sports Radio. Make sure you go download the podcast, as millions of you are doing. Be one of the cool kids, and don't miss anything on OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, all 50 states, Sirius Channel uh, 218, XM Channel 202, 
foxsportsradio.com. You can stream us all day long, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you need us, you can basically find us all over the airwaves across 300-plus affiliate stations in all 50 states, satellite radio, everywhere you are, we essentially are as well. Also got a new podcast. If you haven't listened, podcast only. Great discussion with Jason Whitlock. I am scheduled later today to talk with Shannon Terry, who is one of the only guys out there who has sold two different sports media companies for $100 million plus. He founded uh, Rivals and ended up selling Rivals and then 24-7 Sports, uh, which he sold as well, one to Yahoo, the other to CBS. We're going to have a fun conversation about business and sports and media and everything else in that universe uh, and how he ended up doing what he did. Again, these are podcasts only So if you want to uh, hear one long-form interview from the world of sports, media, business, politics, we're doing a series called Wins and Losses. Uh, I feel like in this country, we spend a lot of times talking about the wins that people end up with, but it's often the losses that, uh, that can define you and you can learn more from. Certainly, that's been the case in my life. And uh, I I want these interviews to kind of exist for a long time for people to be able to go back and listen to them and uh, hopefully enjoy them as much five years from now as you would tomorrow. So uh, that series is up and running. You can subscribe. You can go find it as part of of the OutKick universe by just searching out my name, Clay Travis, uh, online. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy those. Uh, As we get ready, big story of the night, clearly going to be game three of the uh, NBA Finals. The Warriors around a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. If you're just waking up and you haven't been paying attention, Kevon Looney has been announced out. That might sound ridiculous that people care, but he is the third best Warrior player from a plus-minus. He provides very solid defense. He is able to uh, switch out on all the pick-and-rolls, and he has been great interior when it comes to making baskets, uh, kind of garbage buckets, which help obviously with the Warriors who are such a good shooting team to have a guy who can kind of create his own offense by grabbing garbage buckets and prolonging possessions. He's a great rebounder, being able to get a rebound, kick it back out, get another opportunity to score. He has been a tremendous asset. So him being out will put more of an onus on DeMarcus Cousins, who is coming back from that quad injury, and Andrew Bogut, both to fill the void inside for the uh, the Golden State Warriors. We don't know exactly what is going to happen with Clay Thompson. He is questionable. If you watch the video, he was uh, moving, I would say, very gingerly on his shooting yesterday at the walkthrough with the Warriors. We'll see whether or not he's able to go, and if he goes, how much of an impact he might have. The line has dipped back down from Warriors as a six-point favorite to Warriors as a a four-and-a-half-point favorite which suggests that Vegas is not necessarily expecting that much from Klay Thompson. We will see there. Kevin Durant undoubtedly is out yet again for Game 3. He has now been out almost an entire month since he injured himself in Game 5 of that series between the Warriors and the Rockets. So that is the latest on uh, the Raptors going on the road against the Warriors for Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Now, Off the court, where there has been much more drama associated with the NBA than there has been on the court, honestly, Uh, the latest is that it appears the the, the, uh, the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets are now the favorite, theoretically, to sign Kyrie Irving. The trend lines seem to be suggesting that Kevin Durant might be staying with Golden State, and the trend lines are certainly suggesting that Kawhi Leonard may be staying with the Toronto Raptors, which would leave Jimmy Butler 
as the biggest free agent who may be an uncertain destination. Uh, that could be much of a fizzle from what was expe- expected to be an explosive firework-laden offseason of free agency in the NBA. But there continues to be drama surrounding Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and the Lakers, the dysfunctional marriage that has ensued there. What is the latest Danny G on the ongoing, never-ending Anthony Davis drama in New Orleans? Let me give you the timeline on this real quick. So the NBA lottery draft happened, of course. Zion is going to go to the Pelicans. Once that happened, that gave New Orleans and their new general manager, David Griffin, some hope that Griffin could change AD's mind about wanting that trade out of NO. So last Wednesday morning here in Los Angeles, Griffin had an early morning breakfast with um, Clutch Sports' Rich Paul and Anthony Davis over pancakes, he gave them a hard pitch, hard sell on staying in New Orleans. The report that came out yesterday is that Clutch Sports got back to Griffin and said, no thank you, we're still not interested in staying. But the difference here is Dell Demps, who got fired because the owner didn't like the way he went about the potential trade with the Lakers, the sources close to the Pelicans yesterday are saying that they will do business Griffin, that is, will do business with the Lakers if they put together the best trade package. I still don't think so. The best trade package for the Lakers would be what? You'd have to give – I don't even know who exactly the Pelicans want. They right? would, de- would, they they would, would want, want the Lonzo. Four pick. Yeah, they would want the number four pick, Lonzo, Kuzma. There's been some variations of what the package would be. It would be similar to what the Lakers tried to offer last season. It's With just, the addition of the number four. Exactly. So – but what about Brandon Ingram? He would be part of the deal that I read about yesterday. So basically, everybody who's decent except for LeBron would be gone. Right. And the the part here that gets a little tricky in all of the Fox Sports I was listening to our network were saying Lonzo has to be part of that package if the Lakers are going to make it work. But that's the one piece that LeBron and the Lakers reportedly do not want to move. They want to hold on to Lonzo. But... You know, beggars can't be choosers. Here's what I say in general about this situation. The play that the Lakers need to make is to trade LeBron. I mean, I don't know why more people, like if I'm Jeannie Buss, and by the way, how many days has it been since we requested Jeannie Buss to come on the show? Oh, it's been a couple of weeks. With no response at all from the Lakers. Zilch. Yeah. So uh, if I'm Jeannie Buss, and let's say she's waking up early this morning in the South Bay, I think she lives in the South Bay, and she's turned over, and she's turning on the phone, and she's like, man, i got to get my fill of Clay Travis. She's laying there right now listening to us. I would say this to Jeannie Buss. And I said this last week. This is not a shock. You have to make a decision. Either you are going to mortgage the future of the Lakers for a hoped-for success with LeBron James over the next couple of years, or you are going to acknowledge that the situation you have created is untenable and you have a young, talented core of players with an aging asset in LeBron James. If I were Jeannie Buss, I would trade LeBron James and build around that young core, recognizing that in order to get LeBron anywhere near a playoff-caliber team, and we're not talking about championship-caliber team, we're talking about playoff-caliber team, you're going to have to give up every young asset that you have spent the past several years putting together. And I just don't think LeBron's worth it at this point in time. He's going to turn 35 years old. Even if you pair him with Anthony Davis, I don't think that makes a lot of sense. Furthermore, 
I think Anthony Davis is getting really bad advice from Rich Paul because the reason you pay an agent is because you want them to be a Jedi master. You want them to see the chessboard better than you. You want them to give you better advice than you yourself can come up with. If I were advising Anthony Davis, so my answer, if I'm like, I'm just pretending, I'll, I think a good way, and I've said this for a long time on this show, a good way to prepare yourself for one day having a job where your judgment matters a great deal is putting yourself into the shoes of people who are above you in the universe right now and analyzing their decision and practicing the decision-making that you would have. Because ultimately in life, and I really believe this, a good life lesson for everybody out there, if you want to make a lot of money, you're going to be paid based on your judgment. What decisions do you make? Why do CEOs make as much money? Because they have to be able to sift through all these different ideas that people are pitching them on and find a vision that makes sense, make the right decision, make the right judgment. So for Jeannie Buss, I think she's got two options, right? I think really she's got two options. I think right now the Lakers are kind of in this squishy middle, which is going to be unsuccessful regardless. She has two options that could lead to success. Go all in with LeBron James and whatever his crew wants to do for the next two to three years and basically mortgage the Laker future and hope that LeBron still has enough juice to get you to championship glory. That's option one. Or option two is recognize that in the squishy middle of LeBron James with all of this young talent, you have to make a decision. Are you with LeBron or the young talent? Option one is LeBron. Option two is the young talent. If you go young talent, you have to trade LeBron. Okay, that is the decision that Jeannie Buss has to make. And it's a difficult decision because it requires making a choice. And right now, she's not making a choice. She's trying to keep everybody happy by staying right in the squishy middle. But ultimately, her decision boils down to LeBron or the kids, right? LeBron or the young guys on the Lakers, which direction am I going to go? I, if I were Jeannie Buss, would go towards the young guys on the Lakers because I don't think LeBron James has the juice to bring a championship to, uh, to the Lakers anymore, all right? So that is the decision that I would make. On the flip side, all right, on the flip side, I think that there are a couple of decisions that are available for Anthony Davis. I think there's actually three, and I think he's picking the worst of the three options. The worst option for Anthony Davis, in my opinion, and why I think he's getting bad advice from Rich Paul is, I think Rich Paul is mingling his advice that he's giving to LeBron James with Anthony Davis. I think the best thing that could happen for LeBron James is he gets paired with Anthony Davis. I don't think that's the best thing that could happen for Anthony Davis. And I think Anthony Davis needs to be smarter and recognize that his agent is not giving full value to Anthony Davis. He's trying to package him with LeBron. He's actually working for LeBron as much or more than he's working for Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, the I think by far the best decision that he has is stay in New Orleans right now. You are an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. It's already June. You play 65 games with the Pelicans, worst case scenario, and you're an unrestricted free agent. You can go anywhere in the country, play for any team. You can go out and look at all your options, okay? Also, don't you want to see how good Zion is? If you are Anthony Davis... And Zion Williamson is going to be a great player in the NBA. And maybe he is, maybe he isn't. We don't know. 
So wouldn't you want to be on the basketball court with him and see for your own self before you demand the New Orleans Pelicans trade you? I would 1 billion percent want to do that. It's possible that Zion Williamson is going to set the league on fire when he gets here. It's possible that the uh, Pelicans are going to be able to put together a good team this year, a team capable of going into the playoffs and winning a series, and that Anthony Davis could be with the Pelicans, and that could be one of the best destinations he could have in the NBA. So, and worst case scenario... If Zion's not very good, you can still reiterate the fact that you want to be traded during the season, and if it doesn't happen during the season at the end of the year, you're an unrestricted free agent. One year is not that long of a time to have to be waiting until you get to go out and survey all your options. Why do you want to get traded to the Lakers and require the Lakers to give up all their assets to get you? If I'm Anthony Davis, I'm sitting around saying, you know what LeBron did? The exact opposite of what he is asking for me to do. Think about that. When LeBron went to the Lakers, did LeBron, a year before he became an unrestricted free agent, make the Lakers trade a ton of players to get him on the Cleveland Cavaliers? No way. Why? Because LeBron was aware that the Lakers had good young talent, and if he's an unrestricted free agent, he'd rather go to the Lakers without requiring them to give up any assets for him. That's smart. Smart business move. Why would you want to go to a franchise that has to mortgage its future in order to get you to go there when you could just wait a year and go without any issues at all? I mean, does that... Now, that that to me is, again, get into the head of the decision makers here. Jeannie Buss and Anthony Davis. You guys just heard me walk through the options effectively. Is my advice not better to Anthony Davis than what he's getting from Rich Paul? Is my advice not better for Jeannie Buss than what she might be getting from whatever brain trust people she's listening to there? Isn't, didn't I just sum up pretty succinctly the decision-making that both of these people have to, have, to, have to get in the middle of? What am I missing, if anything? You make a lot of sense. The argument from your friend Colin Cowherd has been that Anthony Davis has already wasted seven years of his career and every season is precious, obviously, when you're a professional athlete. Yeah, I, don't, I just I understand Colin's uh, argument there. My position would be, what is Anthony Davis, 26 years old? He hasn't wasted it because he's been getting better and better. And if by wasted, remember a year ago, not this past year that's finishing right now, but a year ago, the Pelicans swept the Portland Trailblazers in the first round of the Western Conference Finals and won a game against the Golden State Warriors. They were down 2-1, if I remember, in the second round of the NBA playoffs. So the New Orleans Pelicans, without Zion Williamson, were good enough to be one of the four best teams in the Western Conference just over a year ago, and they were good enough to take a game from the Warriors in what was a pretty dominant postseason for the Warriors. Well, a lot of that was Rondo and Boogie Cousins, remember? Okay. So they didn't hold on to those pieces. But now but now you have a piece in Zion who sure. could be a transcendent talent, right? You but don't there's going to be a learning curve, and I agree with you. I think Zion is going to do well in the NBA. I, I would agree with you if Anthony Davis is going somewhere and you're like, okay, immediately he's going to contend for championships. But if the Lakers have to give up everything for Anthony Davis in order for him to go to the Lakers, 
He's doing, he's requiring the Lakers to do what LeBron would not have required them to do. And also, Anthony Davis and LeBron is not a team that's going to win a championship. That's a team that might be able to win one series in the postseason, in my opinion. Now, maybe it's possible they're going to be able to find somebody else to pair with them. I, I just, I don't think that's very likely. I don't think they're going to have three really good players. And with LeBron aging, I don't think he has the the tank to go all out in the regular season. So I think LeBron can get into the postseason and win a series. But if Kawhi, let's say, or Kevin Durant or somebody else, like I don't know that they're better than the Clippers. Take away the idea that the Lakers are going to win a championship. I don't think they're, I think they're the second best team in the Staples Center, depending on what the Clippers are able to do in this postseason. So I don't think, like, if, if your career is precious and all those things, I get it. But I don't think Anthony Davis is trading leaving the Pelicans for a championship. I think he's trading leaving the Pelicans where they might win one series in the playoffs for somewhere else where he might win one series in the playoffs. Why not just ride out the Pelicans and then do what Durant and LeBron have done before you and what Kyrie Irving is about to do go around and talk to all the teams with the available salary cap space to sign you and see what happens there. Or I could see him going to the Celtics and the Celtics being able to put together a better talent around him potentially than what the Lakers can give. I just I, I have not bought from the moment that Rich Paul tried to make this happen that somehow Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to have a championship caliber team in the Lakers. And so I don't see that changing. If I were the Lakers, if I'm Jeannie Buss, I'm trying to move LeBron. Remember, LeBron can be traded. I think that's a big whiff. I don't know how it happened that Rich Paul and everybody else who advises LeBron James didn't try to get a no-trade clause in the contract that he signed with the Lakers so that LeBron had the power to dictate where he could go. To me, the funniest thing that could happen here would be if the Lakers just traded LeBron James for Anthony Davis straight up. Or the Lakers gave LeBron James and the number four overall pick to the Pelicans in exchange for Anthony Davis and then the Pelican I mean then the uh then the Lakers went out and tried to sign Kevin Durant or they tried to sign Kawhi or they tried to sign Jimmy Butler and they're then able to protect their young core they add Anthony Davis who's also young like their young core and have the opportunity to bring in another big time free agent to pair with him and LeBron's grand plan of building a championship at the Lakers falls apart because his best asset to the Lakers is actually being traded. Can you imagine the reaction of how amazing that would be if LeBron, who tried to get everybody on the roster for the Lakers, traded for Anthony Davis, instead got shipped to New Orleans himself and had to play out the last three years of his deal in New Orleans? Man, it would be major karma. Oh, it'd be amazing. Now, I'm not saying like necessarily like I would be intrigued to see how LeBron and Zion would do together, but it would be amazing if LeBron tried to move everybody on the entire Laker roster for Anthony Davis and they ended up trading him for Anthony Davis instead. Number four overall pick in LeBron James for Anthony Davis, I'm not sure that the Pelicans do it because then they'd be taking on the same issue that exists for the Lakers now, which is an aging, high-cost superstar. Frankly, the same issue that the Houston Rockets have with Chris Paul, which is why they're trying to make all these moves. All this drama continues to build. We'll go to Petros Papadakis next, break it down with him, uh, and see what he thinks is going to happen. Uh, we'll put him in Jeannie Buss's shoes and also in LeBron James's shoes and also in Anthony Davis's shoes and see what Petros would say. All that's still to come. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio.
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's Petros Papadakis' walk-up music, AM 570 LA Sports. Usually he's with us Tuesday, joining us Wednesday this week. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. It's me and Petros breaking down everything. Uh, the drama continues to build surrounding the Lakers. Can you get enough of it? Are you suffused with it? Are you overwhelmed? Are you intoxicated well, what, what, by it? What happened today? What did I miss? It was like a, a six-day kind of hiatus, and then Anthony Davis is, is going to be traded now for sure, and or at least they're listening to trade offers, and that's the drama? Is that what you're... I think that's the latest drama, yeah. What well, would you what, think, what, and I'm just talking about this, what if after all of this, the Lakers traded LeBron and the number four pick to the New Orleans Pelicans in exchange for Anthony Davis? Well, I don't think LeBron's agent is going to trade him for his other player, Anthony Davis. Totally, totally get it. But I don't think LeBron's agent has any control here. I think that's what we've well, learned LeBron's so far. Agent, the LeBron's agent represents both players. Right, so I agree, got- but... But both of them are under contract, so if somebody wants to trade them for somebody else, they can do it, and LeBron's agent doesn't really have very much that he can say. Like, he's been trying to drive this ship for a while, and I think so far he's basically run the ship aground over and over again. What, the Lakers ship? No, 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 the, the Anthony Davis like and LeBron James getting ended up ending up on the same team together. He's tried to manufacture this going back to February, and so far, it seems like all he's provoked is a lot of resentment and a lot of desire from other NBA teams to keep that from happening. Well, you know, the more I think about it, I mean, the two people that were in charge of the trade the first time around, or a potential trade, Dell Demps and Magic Johnson, are both gone. Yeah. Right? Magic Johnson stepped down unceremoniously. Maybe he was pushed out. And Dell Demps was fired. So uh, maybe these two entities can get it done. And that's what Laker fans are hoping. We had Will Guillory from New Orleans on yesterday, and I guess the general consensus in the Crescent City is that the Lakers have the the, the second or third most desirable package (laughs) uh, that that the the Pelicans would, would want to feast on. So... Uh, I, I don't. I don't see this as drama as much. I just see this as general trade talk that happens this time of year because nobody's that interested in the NBA Finals. But uh, the drama is when Magic Johnson comes on and says something, and whenever he does that, that's when we have drama. Or or somebody writes something about the dysfunction in the front office. Now I don't know what the Laker front office is now or how it operates. I don't really know if anybody does and that it'll be up to them maybe maybe it'll be in spite of them 
that they can get this done, but it would be a big blockbuster boon for them. And there is a lot of speculation around town that if they whiff on this, LeBron will become further and further detached and not want to play for these guys, which is, I don't know, who knows. Um, what do you think uh, will – so do you agree with me on my thesis that Jeannie Buss essentially has two decisions she can make? One, she can go all in with LeBron and basically lean into Rich Paul and say, okay, what do you guys think makes the most sense for the next couple of years of this franchise as LeBron plays out at least two of the three remaining years on his contract? Or two, she can look at the team, survey it kind of from a, a high level, and say, we got a lot of young talent on this team that I feel like could be developed. We've got the number four overall pick. We've actually got two divergent paths here, and I have to pick one because right now I'm stuck in the middle, and neither of those pathways is going to be very uh, consistent if I'm trying to combine LeBron with the young guys. That's what we saw happen last year. And while it's fun to say, oh, you know, Luke Walton was to blame or, oh, like as if there were some reason, I think the reality is just not a very good team for LeBron. Well, I think you're, uh, you're showing that you're educated in your question. Uh, they have had two divergent paths and tried to serve two masters, so to speak, you know, developing their young players and getting people ready for LeBron James, who's in a win-now mode. And obviously trying to do both doesn't work and while you have lebron james under contract and he he still has ability and you hope he doesn't get hurt next season you have to go all in with lebron i mean you just you just have to this young core is not a young core of superstars it's a young core of good players it's not really going to get them anywhere not in today's modern nba they have to go all in with lebron but they didn't hire teron lou and yeah. that would have really been going all in with LeBron. Now, they hired two assistants that LeBron likes, I guess, and Jason Kidd and Lionel Hollins yesterday. And speaking of drama, if I was Frank Vogel... You're already I'd looking be, to see how soon you get fired, right? Well, I'd be feeling pretty dramatic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we put Luke Walton on notice before the season even started. I mean, it's not like we didn't see it coming. I mean, everybody sees it coming. But... At the same time, I mean, you wonder, there's been so much dissension over the last few years, in the last six years, that you, you, you think that they would have reacted to something by now or done something a little bit uh, more advantageous as far as just running an NBA franchise in a modern way. But they haven't. You know, they've hired friends and family and kept it tight in that way and leaked to the media and, and just tried to, like, puff their chest out. But I, I, I don't I, – I mean, New Orleans – Magic Johnson stood up there and said that they didn't operate in good faith, which was probably the most undercover, dumbest thing he yeah, ever said. That was really dumb. Right? And uh, I, the people in New Orleans don't want – the Lakers to have Anthony Davis, you know that, and uh, and I don't know if the ownership, Gail Benson, wants to deal with uh, with the Lakers, but maybe in spite of all that, because uh, David Griffin, the the guy who's in charge now at the Pelicans, is a guy that has a good relationship with Rich Paul and LeBron James, they can push through that and get something done. But as far as the Lakers trading LeBron and 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 like 
committing to, to Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma for the future, I, I don't think that's a winning philosophy either. I, I think while you have LeBron and he's there, you got to go for it. And they didn't hire Teron Lou, so I don't, I don't really know where they're at there. Do you trust Jeannie Buss to make good decisions? And what no, I mean by that is, no, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Do you? No, but, but I think I, I want to be fair to her in some way. And, and she's that's, a great person. I, I love Jeannie Buss. She's been wonderful to us over the years. But I think it's obvious that that she's stuck in in the quicksand of of being around friends and family, and just kind of being super insulated to the way this is working in modern times. Now, you know, back in the day, the Lakers were celebrated for being a loyal mom-and-pop shop. Yeah. And and that was great, you know, as long as you're winning games and, and everything's cool. And there was always drama, but it always came with victory and success. Now, they still have a lot of money, but they don't have the wins. And they get publicly embarrassed all the time by a lot of their quote-unquote friends and family. And uh, it's just, it's not been work. They've lost as many games as anybody in the NBA in the last six years. We talk about it all the time. So that, that brings a lot of public criticism. And she's not reacted to that at all. Uh, I guess the biggest reaction they ever had was to hire Magic Johnson. And that did stem a lot of the tide of the criticism and then bringing in LeBron. And then from there, things just got worse. I think the challenge that she's in, and I don't know her at all, um, but I think the challenge that she's in is one that ends up a lot of times happening, regardless of what industry you're in, where you are so close to everything that you almost need to like get up and see a uh, you're, you're so enmeshed in the details and the relationships and everything else that you lose the ability to look at your situation with a fresh eye. And I used this analogy yesterday. I said, like, when you write a book, after a while, you've written and you've gone back over it and you forget what you initially thought of your story if you're not careful, right? I mean, that's that's one of the big challenges, I think, in general. And I think she's well, so... especially with things like this. Yes. You know, especially with things like, for me, it's USC football. Right. You know, it's just, I'm way too close to it. It's just a cauldron of so many things, so much negativity in the last decade that it's just really difficult to wade through as somebody who's been really close to it for a long time yes. and, and witness to it. Uh, the same thing, you know, with the Lakers, I think, especially for people, you know, that cover it really closely. And it's, uh, it is confounding, I guess would be the word to use at the end of the day. Uh, just, uh, just how stuck in a rut they seem to be that even the most recognizable athlete on earth, you know, can't fix their situation. What do you think about the NBA exploring removing the term owner because it's racially insensitive? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me this. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I can't tell people how to feel, right? Like, you know, uh, as much as I'd love to, I can't tell people what to be offended by, especially when it comes to their race and their upbringing. Uh, that being said... Uh, I think, you know, ownership of something is, is something. <laughs> like you <laughs> is, uh, own a home, right? Yeah. I was asking this question to my wife the other day because I was talking about this with her, and I was like, how would we say that we owned a home if we couldn't use the word owner? You allocated it. 
I mean, I, I mean that. I mean that legitimately. Like, am yeah, I the chief I, executive I, officer of my house? Like, I, I'm not certainly not that. By the way, my <laughs> wife makes every decision. I don't even know how you could, in normal conversation, like you know, if 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 you and I are just having a conversation and you're talking about buying a house and you're like, yeah, I'm excited, you know, to move into this community. This we think, you know, it, like we own the home. Like, I don't know how you can even phrase it to someone that you are a that you own the home without using the word own. You know, like, I think there's a lot of smart people involved in a lot of this stuff, and this is one of the great stretches in the history of humanity. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it. I. I. I am dumbfounded. When I saw that, I had to close the computer and, and take a walk. <laughs> I. Uh, it really, for me personally, it's dumbfounding, and I think you know a lot of what we do today is uh, change the wording on things and use these big, weird words to make us sound like we're more enlightened or, or somehow uh, more uh, evolved. <laughs> and uh, I just think it's spinning your wheels. I, I was encouraged by this, Petros. Uh, it I seems put like a- mental masturbation to me. I, you own an NBA team, my God in heaven. You know, of course you do. It's... It's a, it's a brand. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> we had 40,000 people vote in the poll that I put up. Is it racially insensitive? And 96% of people said no. I'm not sure how many things I could put up on my Twitter feed, get 40,000 people to vote on them, and have 96% agreement, right? Like in this world, like, I remember when I worked in politics, I used to, I, I, was, I was fascinated by this because you've probably been in this situation too. If you go in to vote and there's a yes-no option, Right, just a yes no option on the any anything. It can be anything under the sun that people are voting for. I said, uh, it's almost impossible. Studies have shown that thirty thirty percent of people will typically vote no just to vote no, right? Like it's almost impossible to have an election vote where it's you you notice that like if you ever watch like the election results come it's in. It's hard to yes, get anybody to agree on anything. Amen. You can't even get 70-30. If 70% of people agree on something, it's like earth-shattering that 70% of people could agree. And yet we got 96-4 to on that poll. I'm not saying it's representative of everybody, but I was somewhat encouraged that maybe we've reached the far extreme of absurdity in this country with the removal of the word owner. I think they were they're exploring removing the word, obviously, because it's something Draymond Green talked about, I think, yes. uh, a, a year or so ago. Uh, and it would, you know, the NBA is the most player friendly and player run league because they have the least amount of players, and the players are very powerful. They matter more, right? Uh, and uh, uh, some of them, at least one of them, we know for sure, uh, doesn't like the term. So it seems like a move to appease players in some way. I would think the tens of millions of dollars they're paid uh, to go up and down the basketball court would be would be enough to appease all basketball players of all uh, walks of life and races. As I said, you can call me anything if you pay me millions of dollars to do it. Petros Papadakis, we'll talk to you next week. When we come back, close it out. What's going to happen in Game 3? We'll tell you on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Uh, let's go around the horn quickly here as we get ready for the end of the show. Game three tonight. I am on the Raptors. I got them at plus five and a half on Lock It In. I still think they cover. 
but I think the Warriors win late by one or two points. I also like the idea of sprinkling a little bit of money on uh, the under here because I think this is going to be a defensive struggle because I don't think Clay Thompson is going to be able to play at a high level. I don't. I think the Warriors are going to struggle to score very many points. Uh, and uh, I also think potentially overtime. Usually pays off at like 14 to 1. I think there's potentially a value here on overtime. I think it would be a low-scoring, close game, not a lot of separation between either of these teams. But my favorite bet is on the Raptors plus 5.5. What about yep. you, Danny G? Two quick predictions for you, Clay. There's no way in hell LeBron is getting traded. The Lakers are going to have a comeback season. LeBron. We're not talking about the Lakers. We're talking about the game going on tonight. I know, I know, I know, but I just want to say the Lakers are going to go deep in the playoffs next season. Yeah, the Lakers suck. Move on. (laughs) All right, for for tonight's game, let us be dreamers here in L.A. All right, for tonight's game, it's going to be the Warriors by three. Warriors by three, so the Raptors would cover. What about you, Dub? I think the Spurs are going to have a big bounce back here. No, <laughs> no I like, uh, I'm kind of stuck with my Raptors pick, so I'm going to go with the Raptors to win outright tonight. Raptors outright. Roberto, what you got? Warriors by 10. Warriors by 10. Only one outside of the number. What about you, uh, Brian Finley? I'm going to say Dre hits the game-winning shot for the Raptors as they win on the road. Uh, so we will see exactly what happens there. By the way, I'm on Kyle Lowry and the over for his points, and then all the guys – Outside, I don't think Clay's going to play at a very high level tonight. I, I just, with that hamstring injury, I think it's going to be very difficult for him to play a lot of minutes. I like the over for Steph on points. I like the over for Draymond Green. I like the over for, they're making fun of me for this on yesterday on uh, on uh, Lock It In, but I'm telling you, I like DeMarcus Cousins and I like, um, uh, who else is left? Andre Iguodala. Everybody else going to have to step up and score. And uh, so I am jumping in all those guys with, uh, with definitely Kevin Durant out, with Kevon Looney out. And with, I believe, Clay Thompson going to be very limited. Huge game tonight for Steph to demonstrate what I've been saying for a while. He's the best player in the NBA. Got a lot of people triggered with that opinion. But I believe Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA right now. The most indispensable asset out there on the court. If that is true, he's going to have to take over this game from an offensive perspective. Because the Warriors don't have enough horses outside of him. Steph has to have a massive game tonight. Love him over 31 and a half in this game. We'll talk about the results tomorrow. Appreciate all you hanging out with us on a Wednesday. Talk to you tomorrow on a Thursday. Download the podcast here on OutKick. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.